0: Yo, good morning everybody. Welcome back. So I'm bringing you guys a Friday video. I know I haven't uploaded this week. I'm kind of busy. Not really busy, busy per se. Just, you know, taking time to myself. But anyhow. Um, I'm bringing you guys a Friday video, at least. And uh, yeah, excuse the noise. Gardeners are outside working right now raking rocks, and I'm not kidding at all. They're literally raking rocks. Anyways, what I'm going to talk to you guys about and what the title implies, um, (laughs) T-Mobile becoming the new Sprint. Uh, And what I mean by that is I'm talking from the consumer standpoint and everything that I'm hearing and seeing and reading that consumers are talking about T-Mobile nowadays, which is almost nearly identical to how they've been talking about Sprint in the last four to five years. Now, we know this for... A fact that when you go to a lot of places where people kind of congregate and talk about mobile carriers the one that usually has the worst rap of all four is always sprint there's like it doesn't even go maybe like five comments later and someone has said something really negative about their experience with sprint this is something that we know we know that sprint has had a lot of issues Um, Gone to the point where they were even giving away free lines, which was probably one of the worst things that worked against their favor, even though they thought, oh, free lines would bring people in, but not when you have such a bad reputation. However, since uh, T-Mobile flipped the switch on their 5G, I've noticed that now they're the target, getting all the bullets fired off at them. And it's even went even worse now. Now that the merger has been approved, now that, you know, attorney generals aren't together to try and block the merger anymore and they're kind of letting this go through um, it's starting to look a little bit like what some of the attorney generals are saying those who opposed the merger and wanted to block it um, are starting to sound like they pretty much knew this was going to happen and that's kind of sad because a lot of us pretty much just went to bat for T-mobile a lot of us stood for t-mobile and was like pushing for sprints to be absorbed by t-mobile and for t-mobile to get banned 41. And all the other assets that Sprint has, and use that to their advantage to build out a five G network coming in the in the coming future. I was one of those people. I supported the merger. I supported, you know, Sprint pretty much going away and having a new fourth carrier and T-Mobile being, you know, what it can be. But seeing all these things like Metro customers, like not, metro, not Metro customers, but Metro uh, employees being laid off, uh, jobs being cut is like oh man and here i was going off saying that these ags want something out of it and they they did let's let's not let's not excuse that fact they actually did want something out of this i mean some of the ags that were against the merger flipped and went pro merger once they negotiated some sort of deal with t-mobile so we know that they wanted something out of it but it's kind of like yeah we got the merger and those people who were very supportive of it can celebrate but now have to pretty much eat that sandwich (laughs) because uh yeah when you see articles like t-mobile axing metro jobs that's what that that was one of the things that was you know touted a lot when it came to those who opposed the merger was like oh they're gonna cut jobs they're gonna raise prices and that's the second thing is that we're hearing that they're raising prices i mean they've already raised prices on what i think like like their three their t-mobile 360 thing um they raise it by you know a few dollars and like, like I said in the past, you can't expect something like this not to happen. Prices are going to rise no matter what. Uh, but when you have prices rising coupled with axing of jobs, yeah, that kind of like proves the AG's uh, theory of why they didn't want the merger to happen. And so right now T-Mobile sits in the limelight, not for good reasons but for a lot of bad reasons. As a matter of fact, there are some names being tossed around. Um, it's being called Skunk Mobile, which is a funny uh, phrase that I'm seeing a lot of from RFK, from Carlos, from you know everyone else involved in the community. And then uh, up until recently, I don't know if you guys caught it, but Carlos actually did a, uh, not a parody, more of a comical skit um, where he went into a T-Mobile shop on a Tuesday and was asking for his rabies shot, for his free T-Mobile Tuesday rabies shot to get better 5G. And then he called customer care afterwards. And I've, honestly, on that on that video, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, and I thought it was kind of funny, though, that the T-Mobile rep, who he spoke to on the phone, was literally going to look into it like that's this I don't know. I worked in call center environments before. I know how this stuff works. And if someone was to call and say, "Yeah, you know, Sprint was doing a rewards program, and they said I would get a free rabies shot," I would automatically know that that's not in the Sprint reward program. I wouldn't even need to go look at some, some email that I got from the company that updated me on all the rewards we were giving out. Cause what company actually gives out free rabies shots? I mean, that's just a no-brainer. But anyway, shout out to Carlos for that videos, man. Those videos were pretty cool. But I mean, but this is what T-Mobile is kind of bringing to the table now is that a lot of people are seeing the negative, and they're actually quite surprised on it, and therefore it's yielding a lot of people to start opening up and talking about it. Um, on top of that. Yeah, it's just not a very good look. So that's why I say, in my opinion, like, T-Mobile is now starting to become the new Sprint. Uh, and I think the merger rules reversed. Um, and, yeah, but one thing I will say is that it's not because of Sprint that T-Mobile is now the target of things. It's because a lot of the things that they say they're going to do or that we should be expecting up front, we're not getting. Like, I think if T-Mobile was a little bit more transparent and was like, hey, you know what? Uh, let's be honest with our, with our, you know, our um, subscribers, and literally just tell you guys like, hey, you know, with, with this whole merger thing happening, things are going to be darkest uh, before the daylight, and so do expect some things to be, you know, a little bit down or you know not up to par, but stick with us, we'll get there. You know, if, if they came at it with that approach, I can really understand that okay, yeah, that's you know, that's that's to be expected with it with, with any type of, you know, acquisition of another company. That's to be expected when these things happen. That's to be expected when new is being built. Not, nothing's gonna be built perfectly and then released. It's gonna take time for them to actually iron out all the bugs and make things smooth. But I think it's a fact of how, you know, they are very arrogant now with uh, how they present themselves and they wanna create this illusion of a very strong front. But you know kind of like not address all the issues happening in the back end and i think that's what's upsetting a lot of consumers it's like they're the ones using the phones they're the ones experiencing slower speeds or you know not up to par speeds or not the speeds they expected or not the connections they're expecting um metro employees are more nervous than anything because they're like my store's closing or my job's getting axed you know a lot of these things come into play and i think I really think that uh, t-mobile should have been up front with a lot of its consumers a lot of its customers subscribers and just really just kind of like outlined what to expect and as far as for employees that really 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 does suck that they're acting those kind of jobs and things like that i couldn't even you know sit here and say like oh it's just something so easy to just brush off it's not there are people that depend on this job to make, you know, their payments, you know, there's, there's families that live paycheck to paycheck and, you know, have everyday life struggles, you know, when they're not wealthy, rich, or be able to just blow money like they want to. And this job that they have with Metro is the only source of income they have. Having to go and look for something else, you know, is time consuming, stressful and everything else, you know, it just breeds a lot of things that just hurts a lot of families. And I think, I think that's kind of like the saddest thing when you think about these jobs being cut. So anyways guys, um, so those are just pretty much my thoughts about, you know, about T-Mobile becoming the new hated company out there. I know a lot of disappears. People who strongly back T-Mobile, like they're, they strongly back their Androids or their iPhones. And you know what, that's kind of crazy. It is cool if you wanna like show support for a company that you really enjoy using their services, but you know, to overlook all the shortcomings and everything, that's not a good look, especially if you really want a company to thrive and survive and prosper you can't overlook the shortcomings and all the uh the uh i guess you would say mistakes that they're currently making um because then that doesn't leave room for growth and expansion so anyways that's just my thoughts for friday's video guys Uh, not really much to a friday video but i do appreciate those who stopped by and checked out the video dropped a like if you guys did or if you just subscribed thank you so much for doing that too as well bell icon to be notified when I upload another video, and do check out my audio podcast, I am doing more on that platform as well, so, um, yeah, I'll see you guys next week, and as always, ala. Let me out, I'm stuck in your pocket.